As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The following program is a PodcastOne.com production. This is Corolla Digital. Hi guys, it's Kelty Knight from the Lady Gang Podcast. Every Tuesday, my friends Becca Tobin and Jack Vanek and I get drunk drinking mimosas, hang out with celebrities, and talk about all things womanhood. Ice cream binges, late night texts, quarter life crisis, and all the sex. New episodes every Tuesday on iTunes or Podcast One. everybody welcome to for crying out loud hi what's happening well before we even talk about anything yeah i want to introduce a new sponsor that you and i oh my gosh are pretty excited about you guys you're gonna die okay so this is uh <laughs> spring.com and the website is shop spring spring like s-p-r-i-n-g.com mm-hmm. so uh, Lynette and I <laughs> did some shopping on spring.com and I am wearing a sweater it's that really, I got there. really cute. It's super cute. It's like – I should take a picture of it. It's got really long sleeves like at the mm. wrist. It's beautiful colors. Very pretty. And um, Maddie said it looks like a grandma knit it for me. Well, what is he but now? She'd have to be like the <laughs> hippest grandma ever that knows how to do like a crop sweater. Totally. It's from Urban Outfitters. Okay, so spring.com is like they find you the best deals on a bunch yeah. of different companies. So they have stuff like nice stuff like Urban Outfitters, right. which is where the sweater's from. Origins, Smashbox, Tory Burch, Club Monaco, Marc Jacobs, oh, Coach, Louis Vuitton, everything. You got, I, Louis, you got some I didn't Louis yet. I have, I have them Louis saved. Oh. And I'm trying to just – I'm on the fence because I didn't get anything for Christmas. Mm-hmm. So I figured I'd buy them for myself. Yeah. But I did buy – I went down the rabbit hole. So Kaylin sent us I know, Kaylin sent us the email to go on there and I – it was a Friday night and I was on there for like an hour and a half. Me too. I couldn't stop. 
Me too. I was like, well, maybe I'll get that. Well, maybe I'll get that. Maybe started off with furnishings for my home office and then went into Louis Vuitton shoes. Like, anyway, go. So, so well, you guys no, are going to so, like it. So, LB has been wanting, I even talked about this once on a show that she wanted a sweatshirt, but like a top uh-huh. that has a hoodie. Mm-hmm. That, okay, so I was like, you know what? I didn't get, let her get it from, a, what was that store in the mall? I can't remember. Randy Man. Yes. Yeah. So, let me just see. <laughs> If they have something similar, uh-huh. oh, they sure did. Uh-huh. I just looked up girls' hoodies, and I it was goldmine. I know. So I bought her. I couldn't help it. I, I bought know. three hoodies because <laughs> they were on these crazy sales. I, I found like – I mean, look. They have the price. They have everything. Everything. It's a range. You don't have to go to the mall ever again. Right. And I mean, they have stuff that's discounted. $700 right. and stuff that's $7. Right. Right. So I, yeah. I was aiming more towards the $7 range. But and, makeup. But by the way, furnishing. when you order stuff, it comes the next day. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, 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 it's you guys are going to love it. instant gratification. Yeah. Just yeah. go on this website and just start searching around because it's sort of, it's almost like overstock or something that, yeah. where you're just, they, they pull deals from all these different companies and you just, right. It's like a gold mine. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'm so glad I found out about this. So, uh, if you guys want a discount, and all the shipping's free, you know, right. uh, I'm like a big uh-huh. free shipping whore. Yeah. So go to shopspring.com, uh, put in the code FCOL, and you're going to get 20% off the first purchase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's shopspring.com, or you can use the Spring app. Oh my God, Either they got way, an app. They have an what? app and use the code FCOL. Just go check it out. You're going to see. Yes. All right. Uh- Let's All get, right. Should we get into the show? Yeah. What's new? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> What's going on? OMG. OMG. It's like a lot's new and then nothing's new. I Do you know, know what I mean? <laughs> I know. Do you know that feeling? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yesterday I woke up with a raging headache from the weather. Mm-hmm. I get it's been to, raining out here in Los it's Angeles. It's been pouring rain. Yeah. And uh so I spent a lot of the day in bed mm-hmm. watching – you would think with all the options that we have at our at our fingertips, at our, on our TV, we wouldn't need to watch regular USA Network. But I got sucked into a Law & Order SVU marathon. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> okay, first of all. Oh, yeah. Okay. What? It, so, all right. I got I, a couple I honestly things. watched like 10 episodes of Law & Order SVU. Okay. John was making fun of me. So – while you were watching your SVU, whatever, um, first of all, I realized we did never we never talked about the book that I read, or did we? The O.J. Simpson's friend, no, Sharmuta bitch. She is a dirty whore. Who? Who are you talking about? The Kyle's friend. Now oh, uh, f- starts with an F. Faye Dunaway. Faye, whatever the fuck. Faye, Resnick. Faye, Faye, Resnick. Faye Resnick. Resnick. She is. A Charmuta on steroids. <laughs> Stephanie, you will – the whole time I was listening to this book, it was during Christmas break. Then we came back to I can't Dreamy you've been Sean out on me. I know. And I keep forgetting to bring it up. And then I, so I've been wanting – and I was going to text you. But I'm like, mm, I'm just going to wait and let it all just come out on the podcast. So that's what I'm doing. Oh, my God. You have got to download her book. Okay. okay. It is Does so- she read it? She reads it. Of course she does. And the way she talks makes it sound like she ha- has uh, – she talks like this 
like how Madonna used to talk when yeah, Madonna affected, right affected very affected and she's very quiet when she talks and oh my god okay so the beginning of the book it's only like five hours so I listened to it like the beginning of the book she talks about her friendship with Nicole and and I'm starting to think and you know how we were talking about this we read a book and then we forget so now it's got to come back to me but. Right. There were so many instances where I was listening to it going, oh, my God, and where I was offended and appalled. She was talking about how she met Nicole, and I remember thinking, God, she doesn't go that far back. She met Nicole sort of like right after – I think it was after she kicked OJ out or something. So Nicole was a single. Oh, that late? Yeah. Nicole was a single gal. Oh, my God. She's whored out that relationship for yeah. so many years. The whore is – I don't even know if it does her just. I don't. It it is so disgusting. So she talks about her friendship, how she met Nicole. Then she goes into how uh, she starts to learn about her and OJ's relationship. <clears throat> and then she says she says stuff like, at the time, it's unclear. But so she had a marriage. Then she got a divorce. So I don't know if she was still a single girl. I think she was single, I'm guessing, when she was with Nicole. And basically, like, they would go out and they would go to the Roxbury and they would go to, um, you know, all the big shishi, the Marmont Hotel, Marmont, all the big places on the Sunset Strip. Right. And they were in that celebrity scene back then. Okay. So this is what? In 91 or 92 or something like that, I think. Anyway, so she was in that whole doing cocaine dancing and her Nicole was like her best friend and her and Nick when they were on coke when they were on coke you know with her and Nick would smoke friend. cigarettes yeah give me more coke <laughs> can I do like one more bump <laughs> oh my god I love you so uh, much let's go to the bathroom and do one more line uh, do you have any because I'm out <laughs> she it is unbelievable she talked so then I she love talks your about coke so much <laughs> Can OJ get you any more coke? I know you guys are separated because he beats you, but is there any way you could call him and just see if he could get you a little more coke? Get his get his dealer's phone number. Yeah, I'll page him for you. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god, it's so it's so she really doesn't talk that. She did bring up cocaine later in the book, so she wanted you to like get to know them first, right? No, Uh, because their friendship friendship was so deep. Yes, so deep. It was based on. Based on a lot of really based on the de- shared that, values. And- based on the fact that Nicole was a single girl, she was OJ's ex-wife or soon to be, and this Sharmuta saw an in into the like Hollywood scene, and that's what she would. Nicole was her ticket to that indom, right? In, into the now. The golden did ticket. you did so? You ha- finished the book. Fuck yes. So w- did what? What about the part where she talks about uh, Al? The, no. No, I know you're talking. You know, okay. The yeah. guy, the girl who was on Real Housewives for one season, right? Who was supposed to bring Marcus Allen? Marcus Allen's yes. Ex. What happened to that chick? But she got kicked off because she was supposed to bring the drama. She, she was supposed it. to get mad about the book. But she was yeah, what? Eileen Faye gets Resnick. to stick around. Boring, boring, boring. Eileen. I, I know. Poor Eileen. Everybody hates her. She's so fucking boring. I know. Anyways, she talked about how. They um, okay, so 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 she was so Nicole confided in her that OJ got upset, lost his temper, and hit her, and she was like, "Nick, you're much better than that. You can't be with this guy that does this to you." Blah 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 blah. blah. But then um, 
Marcus, but does he have any coke? Then there's Marcus <laughs> Allen, I think. It was Marcus Allen. Yeah. And she liked Marcus Allen, Faye. And, but, but, um, and oh, they went out one night and they were like with Marcus Allen and Marcus Allen had a f- single friend and they were hitting on her and, and Nicole and Nicole liked, they both liked Marcus Allen. Mm-hmm. And so there was a little a jealousy, whatever, but she, God, she sounded Marcus. like he was she the was best like, Coke. she was like, I don't want anything to do with Marcus Allen, but if he wants to bring me home and fuck the bejesus out of me, I, who am I to say no? Like that was <laughs> kind of her like mantra thing. Right. And then Nicole got like jealous, whatever. Then later on they go to, oh, by the way, it's like we went to Mexico like it was nothing. They would go to Cancun and just bring their kids and they would all hang out and OJ and her ex-husband would be pals and golf and everybody was of a one big fucking and it's like bitch all you do is shop and do blow and go to Cancun and that was really God rest her soul but kind of like that was Nicole's thing too like she just wanted a party she just wanted to get her party on right and she was beautiful but she didn't think she was beautiful she always was in the shadow of her sisters and her sisters were beautiful and everybody was beautiful and blah blah and it just – I'm not even doing it justice. She talked about how she then, – then she talked about how Nicole started fucking Marcus Allen. And then she oh. was like, oh, Nicole. Like they didn't speak for like a minute and she was like, but Nicole – Because she liked him? Because she liked him. But right. she made it sound in the book that it was because if OJ found out, you're going to be toast. You're going to get a beating of your life basically. Wait, like, but this, I thought playing the with fire. I thought the book – I mean, obviously, you read it. Yeah. I put read in quotes. You listened to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I thought that um, the, one of the whole points was that uh, Sharmuta from Real Housewives one season was the one dating Marcus Allen. I know. I thought they were like engaged or something. Mm-hmm. and then, he, But he was cheating on her. Maybe. So was Maybe. he cheating on her Everybody with them? Everybody was cheating. I don't oh, – she didn't okay. mention that chick. I don't even know that chick's name. Maybe she did. I don't really – I don't think – I don't know. She never brought her up. She brought – but here's well, she the did most disgusting because that thing. was the whole season was based on this oh. freaking book. She did. If she did, she – it was a blip. It didn't mean anything. I don't okay. know. It was nothing. But the, the, she wrote – the thing that's the most appalling to me is that she wrote this book she started it, it put put it into motion like four or five days after the murder. Somebody came to her. She wrote it with the guy that does the National Enquirer game on Howard Stern. Oh, Kaylin, Mike. Uh, Mike. Yeah. That guy. Yeah. 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 That guy. She wrote it, it co-written by him. OK. So it's the National Enquirer dude who reached out probably was like – looking for somebody to write a book about right. about who knew Nicole. Right. And she was like, I do. I'll do it. I'll come over here. I'll do I'll write a book with you. Fuck yeah. And she cashed in on that. Yeah. And that is what's so appalling. But it um the narcissism and the the partying and uh then okay. So she tries to make the book about Nicole, right? Well that's what it's supposed to. it's all about Nicole, Nicole, Nicole. But she slides in and then towards the end she just didn't give a fuck at some point where she was just like she would kind of slide in every once in a while saying stuff stuff like, um, this is really all about Nicole, but let me tell you about me for a second. I was married to this handsome 
debonair dude who swept me off my feet at the age of 21. And now let's go back to Nicole. But then let's tell her, let me tell you one thing about me, how I am as a right. person. I don't put up with, I would tell Nicole, how dare you don't put up with that. I would never put up. I was right. only hit once, once, yeah. hun, one time. And I would never do that again. I would right. never be with a guy like that. Unless Maybe they had twice. Coke. Unless but they had- that's the only way. Good coke and a lot of money. <laughs> and a that's lot of money. it, though. It. That's it. That's and they where she drew the. <laughs> but besides that, other than and that, a big I'm cock. Not... Oh, and they talked about how big Marcus Allen's <gasps> cock was. No. She talked about it in the book. Yes. No. That he had a big cock, and the conversation. She told the conversation about how her and Kim, uh, Nicole were talking about how big his cock was. No. Yes. Then she does this what one. The fuck? Yes. Oh, I'm telling you that that is nothing, Stephanie. You have to listen. Then there was the one. I don't want to give her money though. It's worth it. You then there's this one evening where her and Nicole go out and they go back and Nicole um, says, and then she goes, "This is the, the one." She then she slides. Now listen. I love luxury. Nicole loved luxury, but I really like her and I. We bonded over luxury. My house. <laughs> oh she my de- God. described her house. My house has gold leaf chairs with uh, African rugs, straight from uh, the, the the African maker in Africa, and I have these beautiful one in a kind gold studded dining room table and blah. Dee, I mean, she listed My all the table was literally made know, from Africans, wh- right? I don't even know. Like she listed everything in her house. This kind of rug, this kind of carpeting, this kind oh of scene, this this is the front, the French details, and blah blah blah. And I and then she says, and I would light candles. Everywhere, and it was so luxurious. She talked about how she lit candles once when she was at the apartment of her ex-husband into the bathroom, and he came in and made love to her when she was in the bathtub With because she was cock. so sexy. He couldn't like hold it back, and so he so I know I know about luxury. And I like <laughs> candles everywhere, and I love to be romantic. So one night we came home after a party, a night partying at the Roxbury. Nicole and I, and. We were giggling and laughing, and we were went up to our room, and she said, "Yeah, oh, why don't you just spend the night? The kids are what you know over at whatever's house. Spend the night." And I was like, "All right." So we go upstairs, and Nicole lights the candles everywhere. And next thing I know, I'm in a romantic setting, and I'm with Nicole, and we're on the bed, and we're giggling and laughing, and in our panties. And then all of a sudden, she reached over and she said, uh, "Faye." I really love you. And I said, I love you too, Nick. And then she tenderly kissed me. And I was like, huh. I thought, okay, I, uh, not a, you know, I'm not a lesbian. There's nothing wrong with people that are, but that's not my thing. But I thought, I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. I've never done it I've before. I've done a lot of coke. So I don't care. I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. Let her kiss me. So I let her take my top off and I let her go down on me. <gasps> she didn't say, I don't know. Oh she, she, she got to detail and I stopped the car and I was like, do I text Stephanie now or do I wait till the podcast? <laughs> but it was Christmas. And I was like, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. Okay, I you're can't gonna wait. die. You're gonna die. I can't wait. It's like it's like somebody. It's like it's SNL spoof is what it is. Why and, do you think Faye Resnick's never been a full fledged housewife? Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job; it's a calling. Agents answer the call 
working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. That's a good... I mean, she would have been a lot more interesting than yes, some she of the ones have. they've tried out. And they should keep her. They should put her up front I mean, and center. Why not Get Faye that plastic Carlton. Lisa. I know. I know. Carlton. I miss her. The Satan-worshipping <laughs> yeah. chick. I mean, they've gone through so many and tried out ones that are just not working out. Eileen she could and not Faye? I mean, Faye should have been. I mean, and she's a real actual friend and she's like a money whore, so she'd right. do it. You she know, would, she'd be coarse. She's gone she's, on there a million times as the friend. Right. She's Why wouldn't she do on. it? Why would they have brought the other one, the one that had the tangential relationship, <laughs> the one that. Th- that we're talking about, that the one, one who f- was right. supposedly Marcus Allen's girlfriend or fiance. Why her and not Faye? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe even they think Faye's too right. Beneath. I don't know. No, probably not. But if listen, if Andy, Andy Cohen, if you're listening, if he listened to that book or read that book, he should have been like on the phone <laughs> immediately with Baby Doll Dixon trying to get her on to the show because. There's no way you are as a producer of that housewife show and you hear that or you read that book and you don't want her on your show right. front and center. Right. With fucking Eileen. Right. Bing. Get rid of her. <clears throat> so she talked about that evening and it just – and it went all the way up to uh, when she found out she was in um, – she was in rehab – Oh, she says. She says Nicole, not uh, nah, Faye was, Faye in, rehab. was in rehab. Okay, she says. So let me make this one side note. Let me she, make one because thing her clear. cocaine connection dried right. up. Right, exactly. Let me make one thing clear. I did. Keyword here: did do cocaine and drank a lot back then. I do not do any of that now. Right. So she says. I regret. I mean, it's so hard to find. In the in the two thousands, she could be doing You'd be surprised. Molly, what the fuck? <laughs> she she should have been sniffing those bath salts while she's taking her luxurious candlelight bath. Yeah, yeah. She said so. She was in rehab and she regrets the day that she was in rehab and she couldn't have been there for Nicole because that's the last day that Nicole was alive. She went to Sydney's Nicole's daughter's. Uh, uh, ballet reception or, or not a reception <laughs> recital and everybody was there and she couldn't be there and I guess that might have been they all went to dinner at that restaurant in Brentwood right. and that <clears throat> night I think he brought the glasses the sunglasses Ron Goldman yeah right. Ron Goldman brought the sunglasses to Nicole and then was savagely decapitated just about by OJ so did she say whether Ron Goldman and Nicole were dating she brought up Ron I mean, like if she's not going to dish the dirt, what she dishes dirt, she dishes dirt. Like who is Nicole dating? It was so fresh when she wrote it that I think I don't know. (laughs) I want to know if Nicole really was dating him. Nicole was fucking him. Like she was. If you think about it, I don't know if they were dating. She was flattered that he liked her. She thought he was hot, and he was a waiter, right? Yeah, but he's yeah, he was young and he was cute, and she was flattered and whatever, and. He was flirting with her, but everybody flirted with Nicole because she was just so beautiful and Even luxurious, women and luxurious <laughs> and cocainey. But <laughs> God rest her soul. But it's just, it's just so. Uh, I I guess she didn't bring up Ron Goldman very much because it was so fresh. The, the murders right. just happened. God knows what's going to happen. 
She didn't know. I don't know. Right. Who knew? But she wrote the book. Could you imagine? God forbid this happened to one of my closest friends. And then I, the guy from fucking Mike Starr from National Enquirer says, I'll write a book. You want to write a book about your friend? You want to talk dish about your friend? Let's go. Like, yeah, I'll, let, I'll sign me up. Like, what? Are you fucking high? Yeah. I guess she was. She, it is so appalling. You have to listen to it. You have to witness it well, with your own Well, it's interesting that she was eyes. fresh out of rehab too. Yeah. And she would do that. I guess. I – it. There's so many. Like, I'm gonna have to listen to floored. it. It was floor. I couldn't believe she probably got a lot of new sales after because the OJ thing, you know, came back into the two miniseries about. The, that's why I downloaded the book. Yeah, I think. Yeah, that's why because I remember watching that OJ miniseries, and that there was that one scene where they were like, uh, "Get to, they were the the um, district attorney. What's her name? Marsha Clark was like, oh, guess somebody came into her office and said." Well, we can't depose Faye or something because look at what she just did. She just put out a book. Right. And they were like, God damn it. Da, 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 da. And they brought that up for like a split second. Right. And I was like, huh. Hey, I'm going to listen to that book. And then I looked it up and there it was. It's just so wrong on so many levels. It really is. I can't stay. It makes me hate that woman now. I hate. I didn't have any feelings towards her, yes or no. Now I hate. I despise. I can't even. Like, it's just the lowest of low so so i <clears throat> downloaded the casey anthony book that you yeah. told me to download mm-hmm. and uh i got a better one too for you i'm into it but i'm now i'm gotten bored and i'll tell you why tell me because oh my god well first of all i had no idea like how bad she was i i you know i just remember of course thinking she was guilty and knowing that she got off and she was guilty, right. but I had didn't I don't I didn't remember the details. Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a complete one hundred time times pathological liar. Oh yeah, like all she did was lie. Right, that kind of pathological pathological liar that um, we've all known somebody like this where they lie about little things, big things, and just constant lies. And then she she never there was no nanny, mm-hmm. there was no you she, know Zanny, you know a Dr. Drew. Suspects what Zanny? She named her Zanny after Xanax. Oh my God! That's what Drew says, but go ahead. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just so insane that she was stealing from her parents, living with this guy while her boyfriend right. and his roommates, mm-hmm. and making them dinner mm-hmm. while she'd already obviously murdered her kid, mm-hmm. and then telling, making up these stories to her, for her mom, mm-hmm. like where she was. But these elaborate like she had a whole job that she'd made up that she didn't have she'd put on like business clothes right. for to go to no job that for a job that didn't, didn't exist. exist right she made up this whole business trip and like people that she went with and their kids and all of these stories that were 100% made up right and the jury let her off that's and the- they found the the body decomposed in her trunk they they <sighs> i mean there was so much evidence and the jury still let her off. I, it's I know. unbelievable. I know. And she's going to have another baby and kill that one too. I know. She's a. Uh, she's she's insane. Right. Right. She's a. She's a she's narcissist. Like she's a borderline path. Like a, a sociopath. Sociopath. Right. right. And she's gotten away with that. Yeah. 
And then the mom and the mom's codependence. Oh, and the, she wouldn't have got off. I don't. Did you finish it? So no, you got bored why. because of just because of just because I was like, this is just the same. Like, okay, I got it. She right, did it. Right, like, right. This is. I can't believe how much evidence there was. I almost felt like I don't want to listen to the trial because it's like that's just going to make me mad because yeah. you know how it ends. Yeah, I know. Like I, uh, I couldn't believe all the stuff that I was hearing and then the dad who seemed to have an idea of what his kid was like but mm-hmm. the mom who was like wouldn't admit it. Mm-mm. He thinks that they – she wouldn't have got off if the mom didn't come clean because the mom uh, – the chloroform search the mom said she did because she accidentally was searching. So the mom lied for her daughter. Yes. Yeah, it was she just, got the, up on the, the mom was incredibly codependent. That, yeah, right. It that which happens, I think, when people are like, "Okay, I've already lost my granddaughter. I don't want to lose my daughter too." Right, right. So then I finished that book, and then I was in in the mood for. Oh, so one night, okay. So I was going to text you this. This was yet last week after we finished podcasting. I went to the gym, and I was like, "I need a new book to look." And I I I remember the night before we down I downloaded a bunch of books. One of them was. So we did our show last week. Mm-hmm. I was going to post this, but then I um, I downloaded – before our show last week, I downloaded My Sweet Angel. Uh-oh. Do you know what that is? No, but I'm scared. What it's, is it? It's what you were talking about. It's the chick that killed the Munchausen chick. Oh, the, bo- the, the Lacey. Has the blog. Yeah. Has the blog. Yes. Yeah. It's, her, it's, it's, her, it's her story. It's not her story, but it's about, it's about that. That's what it is. It's her. Oh, my God. It's a true story. Yeah, that lady is nuts. Right. I hate these women, too, that they just try to maintain their innocence when it's like you feel like you're getting gaslit. I know. It's like the Trump stuff that's going on where they come out and go, no, the crowd was a really big crowd. It was the biggest ever. Right. It's the same with this woman who's like, what? I love my – that was my daughter. That was my sweet angel. Right. I love – what do you – I would never poison my kids. like – uh, but every you did. sign. <laughs> there's so much evidence right now. What? No? Huh? So me? So no. then I so I saw that and I was like, oh my god, that's we were just talking about that. Then I I was in the mood for like court. So did you start listening to it? No, oh, okay. I was going to, but okay. then I saw Uh-oh. I was teetering back and forth between that one and the Lacey uh, Lacey Peterson story. Did I tell you I was listening to that no. one? No. So then I was like, but the Lacey Peterson story, I already know the end and I don't know. It's the, it's the, the mom wrote it and I was like, it's going to be sad and I don't know, no, no, no. So let me just give it a try. Started to listen to it and I started – in the beginning, you know, those books, God bless them. But you ha- you ha- they have to do it. But they have to describe how, who Lacey was and how she grew She was a you know, precocious little girl who was always da, da, da. Right. So she, I skipped through a bunch of that stuff. Then I got into like, like blah three. blah yeah, blah. Get yeah, to her yeah, grizzly murder. It. She's like, yeah, she's she's a nice girl. That's... And then her fetus washed up on shore. Oh, get to that part. Oh, Sorry. So then I chapter three started in, and was hooked. Like hooked, hooked. You know why? And is Garagos in there? That's why I wanted to listen to it because I wanted to hear about Garagos. He's in the towards the end when she talks about the trial. He's she's all over him. She talks about him, and then Garagos walks into the courtroom with his swagger, like he owns the place. All smiles, chatting it up with everybody, making his you know eye contact, blah 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 blah, this bluster and his you know uh, right everything. And uh, it was interest. It was interesting to hear. He did not win that one. No, he didn't. He wasn't even there for the day they uh, 
with the sentencing. Really? Was it the sentence? Yeah, he didn't. He couldn't. I guess he couldn't make it in time or something. But it is riveting because it talks about. I want to be a lawyer. I know, right? It makes or me a mad. detective. I know, but I love to argue, as you know. We'd I make a good like, team. Yeah, we would. Carol and Wilder Taylor. Would you be second to me? Would you be my second? Wilder Taylor <laughs> and Carola. Wilder yeah. Taylor and Carola. We could have a, a firm. I could be the together. detective. Yeah. And then we could like consult with each other on cases. Right. Well, or we could And yeah. we you could we could sit second at each other's right. trials. Right, right, right. So I depending I, on what they were. You could be the lawyer. Like if it's something that involves Italians that you could yeah, take that I'll one. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not interesting, <laughs> I'll give it to you. No, I'm saying Kayla. something that you have like a little connection yeah. to, you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. if there's like Jews or, right. uh, right. I don't know, right. Democrats, right. liberals. Liberals, I'll let you yeah, take I'll, this one. <laughs> I'll sit it out. It would be, I would be the detective. You would right. be the lawyer. Okay. We'd make a good team. We would. We would. We'd make Kayla and the clerk. Oh, my God. That Works reminds me, me <laughs> that I read a book. Oh my God! What was this book that I read? It was so give me give me a book because now I just finished the lace. It oh, was so good! I, okay, so I read a book called Saving Max, mm-hmm. and it was not good. No. And this is the weird thing: like it got so many good reviews, mm-hmm. and uh, I was really excited to read it. And then you ever read these books? So this was actually me reading. It was on my Kindle, mm-hmm. and the the author describes. Like uh, so, so this was a similar thing. It was about uh, this woman who has an autistic son, mm-hmm. and she ha- the son gets put in a hospital, mm-hmm. and it seems that he's murdered somebody, another patient. Okay, and then there's a whole story behind it. So the woman, the mom, goes to like a so she has a one night stand in a bar. Oh, and then she somebody she's a lawyer, and then her law firm recommends somebody close by, and it turns out it's the same guy that she fucked at a bar one night, uh-huh. and like, but they're in love now. Uh-huh. And then that guy a has, story, a, has a detective. No, 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 no. Okay, so that guy has a detective, and this guy is like, "Hey there, little lady!" Like it's just this <laughs> ridiculous, like just over the top character with that says things like. All right, don't get your panties in a bunch, oh, God. you know. And, and then he like it's just uh-huh. a just a you know yeah cheesy. It's so cheesy. Mm-hmm. And the I was like, you couldn't just make him like a guy. You right. had to give him all these. And then she wrote out the way he talked, like I'm gonna get your guy. And uh-huh. I don't know. Right, I was so, right. It, it took me out of the story so much. I hate yeah, that kind of I know, thing. I where I was too. like, you're just making these over the top. Yes. Then I did that same thing that I do a lot where I'm disappointed in the book, but then I need to find out what happened. Right. And don't you want to yell at the book and go, why do you have to do that? Yeah. Why do you have to why be so distracting? Writing be good? Right. Right. Why'd you have to do it that way? Have a good story and good writing. Right. That's what I want. I know. A good story that also is written in they a way that's be really like, What's her name? What's her name? Carolyn Kepnes. I know. I know. And Tamar Cohen, that book that we read by Tamar Cohen. Oh, Tamar Cohen. Yeah. Does she have other books? No? Yes. But now I can't remember what they are. Uh, Yeah. Um, What was I going to say? Oh, because on Patreon, we're going to talk – we are going to talk about that Susan Powell thing. But I do have to say that um, I – 
I just, I mean, I only know like the generalities <laughs> of the story at this point. I know. I mean, it's a horrifying story, but I need a new one. Yeah, I know. Of those. Right. Where I don't know what happens at the end. Right, right. Well, right. although we knew what happened at the end of that one too. But, but I, I didn't, I wasn't didn't familiar kinda... with the story. Right, right. Like, um, yeah. But I'll tell you, the, the Lacey Peterson one, her, it, it, it's, she describes from the moment that she gets the phone call that from Scott that Lacey's missing on Christmas Eve all the way, like, you know, searching for her and how she – and Scott called. Scott's so, such a sociopath. He would call her mom. He'd go, hi, mom. I'm over at the search center. What are you doing? You know, Right. And to the he was so brazen to the point where – and we can move on after this. But to the point where she found out – and remember, Amber Fry was the mistress that he was seeing. Oh, right, remember? right. Uh-huh. They didn't know that. And so there's a picture of Lacey on Christmas Eve with her hand on her belly and she's pregnant or on a, at a Christmas party like a week earlier. And the mm-hmm. same night, he couldn't be there at that Christmas party because he was with Amber Fry at another Christmas right. party. And so swearing that he was getting divorced. Right. That, that his, oh, no. First he no, told he said her. his wife was missing. First he told his Amber that um, – First of first, he told his friend at a convention, "I need to meet somebody. Introduce me." Then the guy introduced her him to Amber Fry, and told Amber Fry that his wife passed away. Yeah, right. And then the wire tappings. Then they started tapping Amber. They knew police knew immediately that he was suspect. And then they started. Then they found out about. No, Amber found him out in the news. And he said, I know you're seeing what's going on about my wife missing in the news, so I'm not going to come clean. She didn't pass away, but she is missing. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, well, come over then. I'll see you at eight. I'm making a pasta. What the fuck? Yeah. And, and, you like mushrooms? Right. And so but so this was two weeks later. So then the cops – My wife never liked mushrooms. <laughs> that might be why she's missing. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Don't worry about that. Come on over. <laughs> so she the, the, the already had – the cops were – wiretapping their phone calls. But the mom's telling it from her side. She's not knowing that the cops are doing this. She's right. still like starting mm-hmm. to suspect Scott but doesn't want to look at it that way. She was very in denial because she loved him like a son. Right. And he called her mom and um, he – so to the point where it came out in the news that Amber was his mistress, that he had a mistress. Right. But the FBI came to her, the mom, Lacey's mom, and said, we want you to know before with the press – puts it out that these are pictures of Scott at a Christmas party with his girlfriend and she's like her head spinning going what what and so now it's all starting to come together and that right then it crashed down where in her brain where she realized that Scott murdered her daughter and wanted a different life and um, then a next the next day Scott calls that so then the police say can we wiretap your phone she says fine then the next day he calls and and they, they have the transcript and, and she's like uh, – and she reads it in the book. And so she's like – he calls and he's like, hi, mom. And she's like, hi. And he's like, what, why are they shutting down the, the search center? And she's like, well, they're called off the, sh- the search. Well, why, mom? And he's like – she's like, well, because you fucking killed my daughter. That's why. They know you did it. Scott, where is she? Right. And then he's like, I didn't do it, mom. I didn't do it. So if you want to just think that I did, fine. But I'm looking for Lacey. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Amber's underpants. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. It's like, it's so, it's good. It These was really good. These people are such sickos. That's why it's so hard to but, bear. Yeah. He is a, a sociopath. and what's her name should get together. Casey, Casey Anthony. Anthony. Casey Anthony with her, uh, mm-hmm. with her. What about me? Everybody's uh-huh. so concerned about Kaylee. Right. How about me? I'm mm-hmm. in jail. Right. This sucks. <laughs> I'm cold. What about me? Mm-hmm. But we're looking for your. Uh, uh, oh, so and they wanted to talk to her about her daughter being missing, and she was like, <sighs> Yeah, I know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, she's missing. I okay, I was, I was looking for her. Yeah. I've been doing it myself. I thought I would take the case myself. Why didn't you tell the police? Ah, uh, you know, I mean, I figured she'd turn up. <laughs> but then, you know, a month goes by and I'm like, huh, that's kind of weird. I can't find her. I mean, I guess I'll like, you oh, know, I mean, my mom's all crazy, crazy about it. Like, where's my granddaughter? <laughs> like, Jesus, Jesus, shut up about Just your don't look in the trunk. Just don't look in the trunk. I mean – crazy. I know. Scott was like that too. He was the same. She didn't even try. Casey Anthony didn't even try to right. muster up some acting. Right. He didn't either. She was like, mm-hmm. what about me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so, it's just, and to think that my friend, Mark Garagos, <laughs> defends them. I know. He's a And criminal. he's good. And he is good. He is good. Knows his shit about juries. Yes, he does. Speaking of juries, last week, yeah, when we recorded, I was calling in for jury duty. Never got called in, and I was that suck. Legit bummed. I know. Every day I'd call in, I'd get a little nervous feeling, like, okay, today's the day they're going to call me in. I got nothing to do. <laughs> nope, you're not needed. Call back again tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. And then on Thursday night when I called in, they were like, you are officially done with jury service. You will not be called for at least another year. How dare you? (laughs) Have you met me? I'm really good at deciding (laughs) cases. Should have gone down to the courthouse, just waited. I don't want to sit on the jury. I want to try the motherfucking case. I know. That's what. You don't know what you're missing, okay? You don't know. (laughs) Have you read my blog? (laughs) Okay, I haven't written a blog in a long time, but if I did, it would be about the case that's I'm about to whatever. I know. I know. I haven't gotten called for jury duty in a long time. Long yeah. years. Yeah. Ever since Adam told me to throw it away. I was like, "Really? You can't do that?" And he's like, "I was dating him." And he's like, "You can't do that." I said, "No, you can." He's like, "Yeah, just throw it away. What are they going to do?" I was like, "Okay." And I, at the time, I didn't want to. I was like, "Yeah, I don't want to go." And I threw it away. How was that? He's good people. You don't see me locked up. I know. 
a citizen. Fuck your civil duty. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I know. I um, I think I threw away one or two when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like parking tickets. <laughs> yes. Yes. I pretended they didn't exist. And then I got I a was hoping they would boot go away. on my person. It's they came so over and yeah, mm-hmm. gave me a Denver boot for not showing up for jury duty. Yeah, I did throw them away and then the I think I've been called in well, there was the time I got called in that I ended up with, that was put on a trial, and mm-hmm. I believe I've been called in in my life maybe one or two other times where I went in for the day and waited so and af- didn't get called in for a trial. After you did the trial one, did you want to – after that, were you like all for it? Yes, but that was when I was pregnant with Elby. Yeah. So the last time I, w- I did that, uh, it was 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was hoping mm-hmm. now that – I mean, listen, it would have been a pain in the ass if they put me on a jury – uh, right. It would have been hard. I would right. have had to reschedule a lot of things, but I would have. Done, I, it probably would have been over in a couple of days. What if they wanted you to be sequestered? Oh my god! Then I couldn't do it. Not with kids. No, I know. I mean, I mean, I guess I would because I could write the book afterward. <laughs> <laughs> like Faye. Yeah, uh. I would immediately write a book. I'd call Mark Garagos. <laughs> Somehow I'd get myself thrown off the jury in some sort of dr- drama. Right. Right? For like jury tampering. I don't know. Well, I'd, like, I'd tamper with myself. Like I think – I'd discuss I, the case. <laughs> I think about like that – like uh, Lacey Peters now – what's her name? Uh, the one you were just listening to. Casey uh, Anthony. Casey Anthony's mom – or d- the attorney – would look at the jurors when he was presenting when they showed the picture of her with the the with the skull with the tape over its mouth like he's like I would expect to see some Kleenexes and some tears and nothing nothing they had no no feelings they never wiped a tear or anything and I think it's because I think it's because they get so desensitized I think because it's in the new you know what I mean it's like I don't know how do you not get torn up when you see that up on the big screen in the courtroom. You know? I don't know. But I will say that listening to the podcast uh, on the hot car dad mm-hmm. was very enlightening. Mm-hmm. If you want to know how juries think, like how they choose them, I mean, that was on the Breakdown right. podcast. And I thought it was interesting. And I thought a lot of those people were like, oh, I think he's guilty. But then when they came in and they were questioned by the judge and right. by the lawyers, they said, you know, I mean, I'd want to hear the whole story. I'd be open to hearing both sides. And when you listen to both sides of that testimony, you can't help but be swayed a little bit both ways. I mean, there was a point where I was like, maybe he is innocent. And mm-hmm. then I swung back to being like, oh, absolutely not. He's guilty. Right. Right. But um, those jurors were definitely upset. Mm-hmm. And, crying. and crying and like, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get, when you're it hearing depends. the description of a mm-hmm. little kid, how they how he died right. in the car. I know. I, I know. And she, Lacey Peterson's mom was saying the same thing. She would look at the jury and not, not know, no emotion. Did they ever find Kaylee's body or have they never found Kaylee her? Anthony? Yeah. The kid. The, yeah. yeah. They found her. And um, remember the, the the worker found the body and said it's over here. And they found her in the trash bags. Well, they found oh the guy her skull. that so they were talking about it. The guy that kept saying, yeah. "I see something, I mm-hmm. see something," and they Nobody wouldn't go would, ch- right. Thank you, idiots. He called three times. Yeah, Two, the second time somebody came out and was like, "Huh, I don't yeah. see nothing." Yeah, I'm calling it a day and going home. 
And then he was like, no. And then he came back again and, and then they tried to say like he's the one that did it because he was so like, uh, you know, calling all the time and so into it. But yeah, they found her skull. They found her her body basically. This is this is the problem. Oh, it's just so sad. People are dumb. Okay, so yeah. from all That's walks of life. I know. Right. So I remember uh, Howard Stern said this about politics mm-hmm. one time. Like, look around at the people you know, mm-hmm. and how many of them are super intelligent? Right. 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 Not that many. No. Would like so I, would these are the people them? in every walk of life, like right. except for maybe you know scientists. Mm-hmm. You know, most people doesn't matter what the you know you you can get into almost any profession. Like, there's right. lots of dumb lawyers. There's lots of dumb everything. Right. You know, and these are the people that are doing these jobs that we look to 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 do a great job. Right. The people that go find the bodies. You know, right. there's just dumb people. Most people are not that smart. Yeah. So you figure you. That's There's what the attorney was saying for Casey. They, they, he depended he depend on the jury to be able to connect the dots and read between the lines even though the, ev- the evidence was all circumstantial. You have right. to be able to – you have to do some brain work and right. think. And Not much though. Not much. <laughs> not much. I mean that's what I'm listening to what this I guess book understand. and I'm like I know. How, how dumb do you have to be I know. to let her go? Right. And then it was like, well, All she if did we didn't sentence her to death, then she maybe she would have gotten the life. But they put the death penalty for Scott. They sent him straight to death or whatever. So I, you just never know. And then it's like, what county and what? I don't know. I but just, how is there any possibility system. that? How would what possibility was there that Casey didn't do it? <laughs> I mean, That's, she may as well have said, "Yeah, I did it," and I did. I don't give a shit what mm-hmm, you think. I mean, mm-hmm. she might as well have been saying that. right. Exactly. She didn't care. Exactly. Exactly. I agree. And I just kept thinking, why didn't she give the kid to her mom? Why? Her mom clearly because, wanted her granddaughter, and and well, I know, and she threatened to fight for custody. But I didn't get the feeling that Casey. Killed her daughter out of spite against her mom. I know she didn't get no. along with her mom, but I didn't get that feeling. No, I, I got the feeling. feeling that she had this weird narcissistic thing where she didn't want to be thought of as a bad mom. Right. She wanted to appear like I'm kind of a good mom. I have a job. I got shit going on. I'm like right. I'm trying to meet a nice guy with kids Casey's age, and I, like, but it was all this illusion in her head. Illusion. Like mm-hmm. we're going to Bush Gardens to, and I'm gonna show her. Like we're, I'm right. showing her this great life, even though she's only two. None of it was true. Mm-hmm. So why didn't she, I guess it would have been admitting she, defeat to get right? She the would daughter look like a bad mom. That's what they said. They said it in the book. The mom, I think, said it, or somebody said it. Why didn't she give it to her? Because she would have looked like a bad mom and she would have looked like a failure. And the mom, first of all, not only everybody else would look at her that way, but the mom would never let her live it down. And I think – and it wasn't in spite of the mom. She didn't do it to get to the mom. She did it because it was an inconvenience. So she thought, right, I could give her to my mom, but then I'm going to look like a failure. I can't look that way. Right. I'm going to look like a bad like mom. So instead, I'm just going to go get. So just going to put her to sleep with some Xanax, and then that'll be that. And it'll look like she got was missing, got taken from the the nanny, and then I can go be have fun. The nanny that doesn't exist, right? And then I can just go and hang out with my boyfriend and do hot bod contests. Well, also, I was wondering, like, her boyfriend 
Tony mm-hmm. knew that she had a kid. Right. So how was how? she going to explain that now she doesn't have a kid anymore? Right. I guess that her kid's missing and then people her- feel sorry for her? Right. Yeah. Because That's she's a victim? Because somebody kidnapped her kid and then killed her? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. People are sick. Well, why doesn't Scott Peterson get a divorce? Why didn't he get a divorce? Why do you have to kill his pregnant wife? I think his, these his people, son- these sociopaths, I, I think that they think they're just so smart. And I and think that they're going to outsmart everybody because right. a lot of them do. Right. I mean, I a lot of people get away with it. They get away so, with it the whole life and they don't kill people. Most of the time. A lot of sociopaths, they get away with it. But I mean, a lot of murderers, a right. lot of people that do murder their spouses, like right. do get away with it. Right. I mean, it's actually kind of hard right. to catch somebody. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I think these people think like – I. Why not? Right. Like they're they don't have empathy. They don't have they feelings. Don't. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They're living like a lot of them are living these elaborate lies yeah. of an existence. Yeah. They're living double lives. So they think, oh, get this person out of the picture because right. that's going to be an inconvenience. Mm-hmm. My wife, Lacey, who I don't love, and now I'm going to have a fucking kid. Right. That I'm he not into wanna, that. No. I'm, I'm I've moved on mentally, so I got to get rid of that. Right. They're, they're so disconnected and then they're these good – they're good at acting. Mm-hmm. And they, I think they really think like no one's going to catch me. I'm too they smart. Mm-hmm. I'm so smart. Yeah. I was thinking about the Scott Peterson trial because I remember him walking through the courtroom with his suit and tie on thinking, wow, he's pretty handsome. <laughs> I did think that. Yeah. Um, but he was smiling. And I think that those kind of people go through life doing what they think that the – Acting like a human, they like the way they think a human should act. So right. He should smile when he walks in, look at the jurors and smile. But meanwhile, he looks like a dick walking right. in smiling. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Or, Hi, mom. I'm looking for a kid. You know, just they go through the motions of the way they think. They act the way they think they're supposed to act. Right. And that's what I think. And they don't have empathy. And he didn't want to be a father. That's why he didn't want to get a divorce. He did not want to have the responsibility of a son, of a kid. He was horny. He wanted to fucking fuck a right. massage therapist. You know, it's so tricky, though. It These people dumb. are tricky. Yeah. Like, I dated a guy mm-hmm. who I was in love with who didn't have empathy. And, like, n- maybe not to the sociopath, mm-hmm. but I'll tell you a little story. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a dog at this time for only for a few months because uh, – I adopted this dog from the shelter. I, I told you that story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she was a disaster. Mm-hmm. Pitbull. Uh, oh, and, yeah. and she was really crazy and destroying my stuff. But so – and I was dating this guy. Now, he didn't know she was like uh, – he we lived, so he lived in an apartment and I was dating him and the earthquake happened mm-hmm. in 94. 94. Yeah. And my dog – I was sleeping at his house. My roommate was watching my dog mm-hmm. and puppy. And uh, so my roommate called and said, uh, you know, that this place is like kind of messed up. It wasn't like FEMA didn't have to walk. It wasn't um, demolished. Right. But she's like, I'm really scared. I'm going to my uh, friend's house. Mm-hmm. You need to come and get your – and get Georgia mm-hmm. was her name because she's scared. She's mm-hmm. shaking mm-hmm. and I can't take her with me. Aww. So I was like, oh my god. I have to go get my dog. And it was like – and he goes, No. She can't stay here. And I said, why? We would have been with her. Like, listen, Mm -hmm. this dog was doing like some destructive things in my house, but only when I was not home. Right, right. And he's just – and he had no – 
it was one of those weird things where I realized how just kind of detached he was because mm-hmm. it wasn't that the apartment didn't allow dogs. It wasn't going to bother anybody. Mm-hmm. He was just like, nah. Inconvenience. Yeah, inconvenience. Mm-hmm. And I remember being really upset and going, but she could – I'll keep her on the balcony. Mm-hmm. And he was like, no. So I had to go. I went to go be with the dog because I was like, well, I'm not going to – and he was like, don't – just stay here. She'll be fine. I was like – no, my roommate says she's shaking and scared and alone in right. this apartment in the right. valley. And um, so he let me and go drive home. There were aftershocks, and Constant. he let me go drive home, mm-hmm. which looking was just weird looking back. And mm-hmm. I remember his best friend at the time got on the phone with me, and I was crying. And I was like, "Why won't I'll call this guy Scott Peterson? Ted? Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's call him Scott Peterson." Mm-hmm. I was like, "Why won't Scott? Why do you think he? Won't? So his best friend came over to be with us too, and he was like." Just bring Georgia over. And I go, no, Scott says I can't. And he's like, what? Why? And I go, that's... I don't know. He just doesn't want to be inconvenienced. And he was like, that's ridiculous. I'll talk to him. And then he ended up telling me, yeah, yeah I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. He won't let you. And this is the same guy. See, I should have seen these signs mm-hmm. who ended up lying to me. He moved out of the country. I wrote this. There's a story in my um, one of my books in It's Not Me, It's You about him breaking up with me. And he lied, told lie after lie. He went and got a passport and Wait lied about going to get a passport. I, did he get? A, did he move out of the country? I he remember moved out you of the country. This so this was this guy that him. I was in love with. I love and I moved, we, with I moved in with him. Yeah, and then we found an apartment together. And the we moved into this apartment. Well, the whole time he was he, so. In our first apartment though, the one that he wouldn't let me bring my dog over to, mm-hmm. he got a phone call at like 6 in the morning mm-hmm. and it was a woman and I answered the phone and I was like – and I know I've told you this story even on the podcast. And I the know, woman but I don't was remember, like, but tell me. was like, um, hello, is Scott there? And I was like, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> and I was so angry and I already suspected but, that he was cheating on me because there was weird stuff. He would go – like first of all, he was not a good boyfriend. Like, right. I should ha- – I shouldn't have been with him. Right. He would go out at night and stay out till 3 in the morning and not invite <laughs> me with him and oh, then shit. call me. And this was before cell phones. So he would say, yeah. oh, I, I'm calling you from a pay phone. Like I couldn't call him and right. try to find him. And he'd be like um, – yeah, so he had a best fr- he had a best friend, his mm-hmm. best friend whose name is Chris, mm-hmm. and he would say like, "Oh, uh, I'd be like, well, what, what the fuck? Like, where are you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you were supposed to be going to grab a drink with your workmates, right? And now it's two a.m. And he, oh, and he wouldn't. He was very, very, very jealous. So he didn't want me going out with my friends. So this is what he would do: very manipulative. He'd be like, "Wait at home for me. I'm just going to go out with my work friends for a beer, and I'll be home at you know by mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do something. Mm-hmm. But then ten o'clock would come. This happened over and over. And then I'd say, "Well," <laughs> oh. and but every time he'd be like, "No, don't go out with your friends. I'm just doing." And then he was out till three o'clock in the morning. And then he lied about where he was. And then he said, "Oh, my!" F-, and then he'd get mad at me, like if I questioned him, right. he'd be like, "How dare you? I was out with Chris, and he's having relationship problems, and I was talking to him. We were at Denny's." How dare you not trust me? Oh, my God. And then God. one time somebody called and I was home and there was an answering machine. We had – Right. You didn't yeah, have voicemail in those uh-huh. days. And the answering machine and it was a girl going, um, 
hey, Scott, it's me and blah, blah, blah. And we're, we're trying to find you. I thought we were meeting you out somewhere. And then when I, I was like, oh, you're so busted because this – and he was like, what are you talking about? That was like you know a, right, a crazy right. excuse and I was really in love and I was living with him. Right. So I felt like should I – I wanted Trap. to believe him. Right. So you – yeah. So, you, you, so you, I kind you, of did. Mm-hmm. So then the, the woman called at 6 in the morning and it turned out – so then I lost my mind. Mm-hmm. I was really angry. But wait, can and I ask said, you when the woman – wait. When the woman called and you said, who the fuck, what the fuck, how did you know it was a chick chick and not like like the insurance company going, hey, you're overdue. Your payment's overdue or – you know what I mean? Or work six, or – I don't know. How did you know it was a chick? At the one at 6 a.m.? Yeah. Because I was just like who would be calling okay. him at 6 in the morning? Okay. Yeah. I, so, okay, I don't so know. I had a full-on intuition like – Right. And this was after the voice message. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It wasn't We're... like this is so-and-so from Mercury Insurance. Okay. It was like, <laughs> right. hi, uh, can I speak to Brad? Uh, can I speak to Scott? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I don't know. I knew and I got really – I was like so angry and I was like – and also it was a culmination of like I already right. suspected right. that he was cheating on me. Mm-hmm. I was – he wasn't treating me well. Right. So he was distant. And yeah, so I said, who is that? What's going on? Who the fuck is she? You mm-hmm. know, and then he was like, it's not what you think. Uh, that was somebody I applied for this job, but we all applied for this job. It's a it's a our company, but in Italy, in mm-hmm. Rome. Mm-hmm. And um, but it's not what you think. It's, you know, I, I just threw it out. I was like, why didn't you tell me? Why would you not tell me that you're job hunting for a job overseas? Well, because we all did it. It was just a joke. Like it was lie after lie after lie. This is why I'm saying it was kind of sociopathic. That he would lie straight to my face. Well, then he got a passport Mm -hmm. or maybe he got the passport before that. Then he lied and said, oh, I went with Chris. Chris was going to get a passport. So I just came along for the ride. Figured I'd get one too. But I would believe it. But at the same time, I'd be like, oh, my God, I'm being so but dumb right now. But you knew. I mean, you, your, your you boyfriend that you live with gets a passport in the mail. <laughs> and and you ask and he goes, oh, I just went for the – oh, so you went and stood in a line at a government office mm-hmm. for probably two hours mm-hmm. just for fun. Right. You know, just because my friend right. I thought I'd ride along. Right. No, you didn't. <laughs> but that only afterwards. So, OK, end of the story is he moved to Italy. Oh, 
What a wait! But but when he moved, wasn't there a like? Didn't you come home and he was gone or something? No, I. So then he started treating me really nicely for uh-huh. for like the the next month, right? Because I think because he was off the hook, like he basically broken up with I mean we had this whole thing where he was like I love you you're you're we're still girl, going to be girlfriend and boyfriend I I still see a future with you you know but I'm going to go for 6 months He told you he was going though for 6 months yes. for work and then it was you're going to come be with me after 3 months Uh-huh you'll come visit like right. you know I just want to go have an adventure Right So I was like oh, okay <laughs> like you know I guess. Like, how who am I to stop him from ha- – right. and he started being really nice to me. Yeah. Like, really nice. Like, back how it was the first three months of the relationship. Aww. First three months were great. Then everything was shitty. Then the last, like, month was amazing, right? Right. So he, he's, like, giving me little gifts and telling me he loves me constantly and we're having, like, great – it's very intimate. And mm-hmm. then he leaves – and then I promptly do not hear from him, cannot mm-hmm. get a hold of him. So, wow. And he cried at the airport and, oh you know. Oh, my God. So then How he was fully distant. I was 27. Okay. And then he was 100% distant and weird. Mm-hmm. And when we, when I talked to him on the phone, he wouldn't he, – he was like – he wouldn't get a phone at his apartment or he claimed he didn't have one. Mm-hmm. So he could only talk at work and he'd mm-hmm. be like, I can't really talk, you know, because my boss. And – so he would never, never said, I love you, I miss you, uh-huh. nothing. And so finally, after a couple of weeks of this, I was like, do you love me? Mm-hmm. Like, are we – can you even say that? Can you say that you are miss me and won't want me out there? Mm-hmm. Silence. Mm. So I was like, okay, it's over. And he was like, no, <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh-uh. And then he called me back a week later and he was like, can we still be friends? <laughs> And then, only then, did I actually look with any sort of reality at the relation. Did I go like, oh, my God. Uh, he never was into me. Mm-hmm. And that's when I was like, he wouldn't let my fucking dog mm-hmm. come over to our apartment. Like, but I started – those things started adding up where I was like – because he didn't have really empathy. He was like about himself. See, that's the thing. I don't think it's you. I think it's them. They don't know how to have an intimate relationship. Right. Th- those kind of people. They just – they don't know how to be intimate meaning intimate meaning I-, I have feelings for you. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you where I am. Like that Right. Kind he was of, never know, honest. He was never honest and – not being an, everything's an inconvenience. Like don't right. if it doesn't if it's not convenient, then I, I don't give a shit. You know, they just don't. Um, I, it's not you. I know, it's, but he was really charming, super funny, those are the kind. and could be so nice yeah. and like fun. God. Like he was really fun. And I'd like so, to hear so from tricky, people you know? that had those kind of who have those kind of people in your life. Do you have a boss, a boyfriend, a girlfriend? Yeah. I remember you... trying to read books about that, like personality mm-hmm. type. Right. Like books about mm-hmm. – to try to understand. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it was always like you got to give them their space and you can't like want too much. And you – I was always trying to like figure out how to be mm-hmm. less, less. Right. right, right. So that he would love me. Right. But then you look back and you go, oh, that's just not – like – 
Somebody who cares about you should be like, yes, it was an earthquake. Let me come with you to go get your yeah. dog, and then we're going to come back right. here right. and stay here. Right. right. Yeah. Not like, all right, go to your – go. Bye. God. And that that earthquake, by the way, was traumatizing for – at least for me. Oh, yeah. Because there was – people don't realize – everybody hears earthquake, earthquake, but what people don't realize – there was an aftershock like every few minutes. Yeah, like five, five point O's right. aftershocks. Big, big, like right. brrr, again. Right. Like, right. Again. And so you didn't know whether there, something's coming or not. You'd just be all of a sudden like your house starts to shake again. You think, oh, is it going to get harder or is it going to go away? And then they would start getting like more and more apart. But then they kept going for like a week. Like oh, it yeah. just kept going. And I remember I had to go out of town for work and I had to leave my mom and I felt bad but – but it was oh, it was traumatizing. But yeah, yeah that's sad. I and mean, there was a know. lot of damage. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And I was uh, in Santa Monica at the there time. Was My house was in North Hollywood, mm. so that the quake was the epicenter was Northridge. Right. I lived in North Hollywood, which is like halfway between Santa Monica mm-hmm. and Northridge. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of damage in Santa yeah. Monica. Oh yeah, there was a lot of damage in Santa Monica. So imagine North Hollywood buildings were demo- like right, and were I cl- lived shut down. in Northridge. I lived in uh, in a single story house on a slab. So luckily, I mean, wow. but we had you know I had shit. The water heater burst. There was everything was everywhere. It, no electricity. No nothing for right. a few days. I mean, and the freeway collapsed. The freeway collapsed. Is that the one eighteen? I think it was the 118. The freeway collapsed and um, a friend I – a girl I worked with, her apartment building in Northridge collapsed where somebody died in her apartment building on the first floor. People on wow. the first floor died and then they were trapped. And luckily, she was at her boyfriend's. Like she was not home. So I just remember that. And it's just – it was – Studio City was hit bad. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. So I was right by Studio City yeah. in North Hollywood. Yeah. Like yeah. North Hollywood yeah. Studio City. Yeah, the valley got hit bad. Yeah. Ugh. My poor puppy. I know. All right. You know what? Uh, let's talk about Lyft. Let's oh, lift our spirits lift. and talk about Lyft. We could have used Lyft back then. Oh, my God. I know. Listen, you know what Lyft is like really all about right now? They are all about opportunities to make money as a driver for them. Right. Right. That's something a lot of people don't realize yeah. is that they are looking for drivers. Right. And uh, they pay pretty good money. Smart way. You get up to $35 an hour. Mm-hmm. You can get tips through mm-hmm. Lyft. It's the only uh, only driver app that uh, does tips mm-hmm. and they add up fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly with express pay. Yeah. That's nice. They can yeah. They get an extra $500 bonus. I mean, they are paying their drivers very well. You can make good money as a Lyft driver. Yeah. Um, so you could drive mornings. You make your own schedule, and uh, you don't have to wait. Or like like Stephanie said, it all adds up. So if you what want you to do, yeah. is sign up. So mm-hmm. go today at lyft.com slash F-C-O-L. Make That's sure you do L-Y-F-T. that. Right. Dot com slash F-C-O-L. And they have special offers for our listeners to get uh, a $500 new driver bonus when you sign up using our show. Wow. Use our show. So go to Lyft, L-Y-F-T dot com slash F-C-O-L. Sign up. You get $500 new bonus. And go to Lyft.com slash F-C-O-L today to start making your extra money and start making hundreds of dollars. Yeah. So. And last but not least, third love. Third love. You've got to love 
third love as yeah. much as we do. Because Can't wait for my bra to get here. You just need to. Because Lynette and I, that's all we wear now. Yeah. We're third love addicts. We need third love rehab because right. uh, I wear my pajama bra. Mm-hmm. I call the 24-7 bra the pajama bra because yeah. it is like wearing sweatpants on your boobies. Yeah. It's so comfy. It doesn't feel like you're wearing a bra. I swear to you. I'm not just saying this. That's how we get – we've gotten a few – we're not going to lie. We've gotten a few free ones from mm-hmm. Third Love and we get – Crazy over the top, uh, excited when them. when we get them, yeah. and, be, and now we're getting the we're getting underwear. Underwear, I know, I know. So if it's anything like the bra, oh my, oh my god. god, look out! Yep, your bottom <laughs> half is going to be super comfortable. So go to thirdlove.com/fcol and start get your free bra for thirty days. Try it, wash it, wear it. Um, they pay two ninety nine up front for shipping, and that's it. And get your get your bra. Go get yeah. your twenty four seven. Get your lacy. They have beautiful colors. Oh my god! All kinds Jewel of Jewel tones. Yeah. Go to thirdlove.com slash fcol and start that trial today. And um, get the twenty four seven bra. Yeah. In whatever, go for midnight blue. It's a really pretty color. Yeah. All right. All right. And go to that. Corolla Drinks while yeah. Stephanie pulls up. Go to CorollaDrinks.com and sign up for your wine Whoops. club. Yeah. Join our wine club. And last but not least, uh, we I just want to give a shout out to our Patreon subscribers. Mm-hmm. We have been loving doing Patreon. So Something was weird and I'm waiting for an email back from these people that you guys didn't get notified about our last show. But we only took off since we started doing it two times. And one was for the Christmas episode because we were dark one week. Yeah. And then the next week when we had Sean Cassidy, I got uh, had a really bad headache and couldn't do Migraine. Patreon. But the next week we did. And I don't know why it didn't alert you guys. But anyway, if you are want to be a $50 a month subscriber, your business gets a shout out, such as the Wayne Foundation, which is actually a nonprofit that is dedicated to help girls out of sexual trafficking, which is really important. And there was a Law and Order SVU episode about it, and I couldn't help but think of the Wayne Foundation. I know. About sexual trafficking, and it work. sounds horrible. Yeah. And uh, Jamie Walton uh, does community outreach. This is her her passion project, and she needs your help. So visit the Wayne Foundation, waynefdn.org. Check it out and help out. Uh, the Sip and Shine podcast, When Life Doesn't Turn Out the Way You Thought. They have guests uh, like the survivor of the Children of God cult. Sounds very interesting. And the woman who dated Michael Phelps with borderline personality, speaking of sociopaths. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, check it out. Sip and Shine podcast. Ashley Duchesne is a family photographer. She's out of San Diego. And she has a photo spark an iTunes podcast. And her website is Ashley Duchesne, D-U-C-H-E-N-E. Com, and she's also on Facebook or Insta. And then Kate Marengo, she's our interior design goddess. Mm. And her service is interiorchicago.com. And so go check her out. Go find her. Track her down, Kate Marengo, and she'll help you out. She's going to help me pick out a new couch. Um, and then Sarah Dean has a podcast called Shameless Mom. And uh, it's really cool. She's really great. She comments on our Facebook nice. a lot. I, I love her. Yeah. And Tish Clevenger is the Juice Plus rep. She adds the nutrition of 30 fruits and veggies to your diet. So Clevenger, C-L-E-V-E-N-G-E-R dot Juice Plus dot com or Tish Clevenger at SBCGlobal.net. Um, and Callie Weber, this is the last one I'll do. She's our Stella and Dot 
uh, resident stylist. Nice. And they have bags, jewelry, engravables. And uh, so go find her at the uh, Stella and Dot website and put in Callie, C-A-L-L-I-E, Weber, W-E-B-E-R. And, um, you know, you can find her there. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Why not? Thank you, guys. Yeah. We love you. Yeah. All right. You're a parent now. Don't F it up.
Stay tuned for the latest AP News headlines from Podcast One right after this. AP Update. I'm Tim McGuire. President Trump has signed executive actions to revive the construction of the Keystone XL and Dakota Access oil pipelines. He says Keystone, dumped by the Obama administration in 2015, would mean jobs. We're going to renegotiate some of the terms, and if they'd like, we'll see if we can get that pipeline built. A lot of jobs, 28,000 jobs. Great construction jobs. The Army Corps of Engineers decided last year to look at new routes for the Dakota Access Pipeline after a Native American tribe in North Dakota said it could threaten drinking water and cultural sites. One requirement of the Trump administration, the pipe to be used in the projects would have to be made by U.S. companies. More of Trump's cabinet nominees winning Senate committee backing today. The latest, South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley gaining the approval for U.N. ambassador from the Senate Foreign Relations Committee. AP Update, I'm Tim McGuire. This is Corolla Digital. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.